Hello, I'm Nancy Mendes and welcome to my podcast, Life Decoded. I'd like to inspire you by bringing to life real stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. I believe every life is a story to the world. Make sure it's inspiring. Today on my podcast, I have Wilfred Fernandez. He is a multi-talented, multifaceted gentleman from Kinnigoli, Mangalore, India. Wilfred Fernandez has worn several hats during his span of his career as an IT administrator, a musician and a choir master. Hello, Wilfred Fernandez. And welcome to my podcast, Live Decoded. All I saw on Facebook is pictures of you cultivating some crops. And that kind of inspired me to see a young person as you doing a job of a farmer. So let's uh, understand the reason why you took up farming. Farming isn't such a glamorous job. So what made you go into this occupation thank you nancy for having me on your podcast i wish all the listeners uh, very best it's a good question yes after working for almost uh, 15 years in gulf as an it administrator back to farming yes i must say back to farming means because before moving to gulf i was a farmer and uh, I used to do all those work and that time there was no social media but this was a routine work for me at that time but once I moved to Gulf my mom dad they were uh, not able to carry out this work they were old and there was a labor shortage and there were a lot of other challenges so we left it as it is so it was a barren land and this time when I came on vacation in the month of March and uh, suddenly all over the globe everywhere the lockdown started and I had nothing to do except uh, I could have done some music and all I had done in the past I have three music albums but I thought okay let me start something which uh, I was doing earlier and uh, I wanted to see uh, happiness on my parents face you know again because they will have a lot of things to talk if uh, we are doing the same work which they were doing once and uh, rain started and uh, I thought okay let me start with this I never thought it will be uh, such a huge success so you went back to your roots but as you said you were in the gulf which part uh, of the gulf were you in I was in UAE basically in Abu Dhabi even though I worked in all the Emirates, all seven Emirates, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, Ajman, Sharjah, everywhere. But most, uh, mostly I was in uh, Abu Dhabi. I was an IT administrator. Okay, let me put you on spot here. Uh, you said that you wanted to see happiness on your parents' face. Did you think that, okay, you made them happy, but do you think that you had that inner zest to go and do this farming or just to please your parents you did it whatever i did they were 
happy you know it's a pleasing for uh, any parents what all the good things uh, the children do so they were happy in uh, even the uh, which i was doing earlier as a it admin or uh, music or anything but you know when i started this they were you know so enthusiastic and uh, they were having lot of experience and i could make that uh, you know they were part of every work Although so they, you use their the expertise yeah. and knowledge yes. and kind of groomed you because r- right now you kind of understand how things were uh, because the land wasn't cultivated like, for many years yes, yes. okay yes initially uh, they were not uh, sure that i will do this as everybody thought because uh, 20 years of uh, barren land means uh, it's not easy to cultivate to start something for agriculture the small plants which they were it, they were uh, big huge trees and mm-hmm. uh, there were roots in the uh, you know the fields uh, to bring the tractor there was no proper road and our neighbors they were already having their farms around so no trucks or no tractor no vehicle could move so there were lot of challenges not only this into our fields but there were all Uh, there were a lot of external uh, factors involved and uh, nobody thought that okay uh, he will do that but when mm-hmm. i went and uh, tried with this uh, my neighbors because i wanted them to help me because even though if i have to bring any vehicle it has to pass through their field mm-hmm. and there were already uh, grown field and uh, there were uh, uh, arachnoid and everything and uh, there were sprinklers so i had to remove some of the pipeline which they had done and put oh. it in such a order that yeah so the first thing which i did was that i went to their home and i asked their permission and uh, uh, i just asked uh, could you help me and support me and uh, it was uh, such a glad uh, the neighbor his name is roni pinto he was very supportive and uh, of course we have worked together before uh, so he knows me and he is always supporting for uh, whoever is doing that uh, hard work so this is what he said i'm glad wilfrey you came and uh, you are starting this let me help you what all the support you need let i'll uh, give my experience and all and uh, in fact he uh, helped uh, a lot with mm-hmm. his experience so you his, said uh, that um, like 20 years it was barren but before that you all were still cultivating so during that time one day the similar challenges of getting those vehicles or the tractors into your fields because of this neighboring property yes that time it was not needed because we had a uh, uh, what you call oxes mm-hmm. everybody had oxes and uh, there was no no need of vehicle movement that time there so that was a tractors. primitive approach of cultivating i guess the farming yes. right okay. yes yes so how many acres of land do you have that you are cultivating right now almost 2 acres we don't have much earlier we had don't we expect we had more but then it was divided with uh, my dad and my uh, uncle so now almost 2 acres of land we have and what kind of crops do you cultivate here uh mostly it is paddy we mm-hmm. were doing it uh, earlier also so and paddy time, is rice yes okay. rice mm mm-hmm. and uh, there is a kind of emotion in those fields because elderly people they don't allow anything else to grow 
on that uh, paddy field so anything which is staying permanently they don't want they don't allow to grow because once so, i remember before yeah paddy so they don't want to change are, you mean they yes, don't want to change yes. the okay they don't want to change and uh, because those uh, paddy fields were uh, uh, there was enormous efforts to make those fields you know mm-hmm. from uh, just a land to make a field to make it level there is a lot of work behind it nowadays nobody can do it even though someone wants they cannot do it it's, it's such a big even i haven't done that and this is might be a reason they were not allowing even for a small uh, any any crop which we are doing if it is needs if it needs more than a year they will not allow you to grow in the paddy field this is, is what it, they are is it because the soil gets uh, used up for other uh, cultivation yes. okay soil gets up and then again you are destroying that paddy field because in paddy in a year you can grow three crops mm-hmm. rice three crops so you they won't allow someone to you know spoil that okay so when you grow these crops are they for just your family consumption or do you get surplus where you can use it for commercial purposes as well for both family consumption now we are only three me my dad and mom mm-hmm. and uh, of course there is a surplus and i can sell it okay and do you think that whatever you cultivate and the amount of time and the money that you input into this cultivation do you get enough revenue generated from this uh, sale uh, of crops uh, that's a good uh, question tricky question <laughs> <laughs> i can't say it now but uh, the past experience before 20 years what we we were doing is uh, it was you know uh, kind of where you can balance for your need you can't if i can put it in uh, such a example you need a you need something for your movement you can go for a toyota you can go for a mercedes also so that way if i can put it yes i could afford for something which is my need but mm-hmm. basic need you can say so but it's not the reason that this question good. is uh, because you said in the in the primitive way of uh, cultivating you used to use your own axes but now you're using technical device like a tractor trailer and you had to kind of use uh, another person's land and remove their pipeline so there was a cost involved so i'm i'm thinking yes. that you must have spent overspent than what you revenue that you generated yes because it was the first time i had to do all these things uh, i had to rearrange his pipeline so that his field also gets enough water and uh, no pipes are uh, getting break when mm-hmm. i move my tractor so only this first time if i am doing it for next year next time it won't be like that it will be much more and that is one yeah because you have already said that already infrastructure done. yeah Mm-hmm. yes yeah so you said that you uh, cultivate this paddy three times a year so what is the duration or the time that you start cultivating and you harvest the crops yeah the uh, the paddy what or rice it takes uh, four months uh, the mm-hmm. the crop needs four months once it is uh, sown for uh, uh, it will take four months to get it 
uh, into a rice bag what you can you can start cooking that rice so after that you can you can uh, cultivate again the second crop and if there is enough water then you, it's the third crop so now if you start in june which i have done mm -hmm. for the next one so now you have sowed or you have reaped no it is sown already mm -hmm. in the month of june so four months means uh, july go september by october i can reap it okay and if i start again the second crop in october after four months i'll get so it's a immediate process that you cultivate you reap you cultivate you reap it's a back to back exactly. process it was it is it is uh, like this it was like this and uh, nowadays because i have some of the experiences what i have got the knowledge from other farmers who are doing uh, mixed farming this is not the right way right approach that you reap it and again you sow and it's not the right way this was one of the reason might be we couldn't manage our needs that time you know only we were going uh, rice and you know the rice is not that uh, that time there were uh, green revolution and all everybody was uh, doing the rice so when everyone does the same thing there is no much demand for that and when there is no demand there is no you know revenue that much mm -hmm. so if you are doing a mixed farming maybe other things also where you get a better price in the market that's the approach for me now that's what i am thinking so i'll not go and do paddy again for the second crop i'll okay. do it only during the monsoon so how do you make your soil fertile because you're growing these crops back to back uh, you put one uh, good question that time yes we had oxes so that time you can say that it is a good also it's a bad in the other way one thing good is you know you are getting a manure you don't need to buy manure when you have oxes bullocks and uh, cows and at home you get a uh, uh, natural manure from them which you can uh, use it in your fields but when you don't have these and with the technology is used to cultivate this you need to buy that so somewhere it balances uh, but one more thing is uh, you know for a whole year you need to keep enough food for those oxes and they eat a lot so somewhere the other so you is, have yeah, a balance exactly. of nature okay yeah so now this time what i used is uh, i went and searched what all the things i could put because we don't have bullocks now oxes and there is no natural manure what i used is uh, uh, all the surroundings what i had maybe uh, those plants and those uh, thorns which are not useful i made a compost of those compost okay yeah and then i went and asked in uh, uh, agriculture department what i could use according to my soil culture and then they suggested me a kind of uh, worm manure there is a it's available manure mm -hmm. from the worm and there is a subsidy from government also for that so first thing i did is uh, my dad is the owner of this land so it is on his name the rtc in that's so i made those paperwork clear i applied for his uh, 
we call it is a krishi card that's a, a, a that he is a registered farmer in government database i did that and through that i applied for these uh, menu mm -hmm. and i got uh, almost like uh, it's a 50 kg bag so i got uh, 10 20 such bags so that was one of the menu i used is this an organic farming yes it is an organic farming okay uh, these wedding flowers so have you ever thought of uh, cultivating that because that's more revenue generation right yes it is and i have already started and uh, you know the jasmine yes flowers jasmine. it's uh, in use and mangalore is uh, famous for that so this thing i have started and uh, it is this menu is uh, good for that as you said yes you to have some uh, experience i, I think <laughs> okay so yeah, you you i know you have a lot of challenges but uh, those challenges are minor in comparison to the joy and the satisfaction that you and your parents get from this besides uh, financial uh, you may have had challenges of climate climatic conditions so how do you cope with that if it is considering joy yes it there is no match for that because every morning this is my routine now i get up and i go to my fields along with the, my uh, uh, brushing i go Okay, <laughs> oh, I thought you helped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, as I brush, I go, and uh, you know you you are getting everything natural here, Nancy. You know mm -hmm. you don't need the tap water now. Uh, the fresh, uh, <laughs> yeah, the fresh water which flows. You get everything now in the nature nature here. So that joy is uh, cannot match, and it's, it cannot be compared to anything the fresh dew on those plants in the early morning uh, the sunrise and that uh, uh, the, the birds actually as you ask me i can feel it within me <laughs> that's so, uh, so you enjoy the nature along with the work so it's a work life balance exactly it's it's mm -hmm. so wonderful it's so wonderful mm -hmm. but the second part as you said the environmental challenges as this podcast is going on it's raining heavy outside. Mm. It's very heavily raining since past, you can say, a week. And that currently has destroyed a lot of my efforts, which oh. I never thought of. <laughs> yes. Today morning, I went and saw there was a lot of wind and uh, mm. all the paddy is just uh, bowing on the ground. And now it's full of water. These challenges, you know, we cannot... We cannot challenge the nature, so we always have to, you know, obey it. Mm -hmm. But I so think you, at this time, when these uh, challenges which you cannot cope come into the forefront, do you ever feel that, oh my God, why did I get into this? Uh, yes, I am a human, and uh, such things happen. And uh, some of the people who are passing some comments, and that time it hurts. But when I see other people who are farmers, at least, okay, I could say that I was an IT administrator. Maybe I can get back and I might get a job. But what about others? They are doing this for years and they are helpless. So compared to that, I feel I'm much better, you know. So I pacify myself. Nothing has happened. It's okay. I, be, uh, I keep myself positive. 
I like your positive so, spirit and that's what I think gets you going. Uh, so when it is a long-term objective, you said now you came from the Middle East because of the lockdown, you were here and that motivated you to cultivate this land. But what if that opportunity comes knocking at your door uh, and say, oh, Wilfred, we want you back. Uh, everything is normal now. You can come back and take up your job. What would you choose, farming as opposed to your IT job? Uh, that's a very tricky question, Nancy. Uh, <laughs> what to say for that? It's, it's, it should be a win-win situation for anyone. I was a farmer and because of those situations, I had to move to my career. And uh, both are my passion. Actually, farming, agriculture, IT and music. All these, all three things are my passion. Uh, to be frank, most of the things which I worked in agriculture or in IT or in music, I didn't go to an institute and learned the things which I was doing in IT or music or nobody taught me. It was my passion to learn. I went and knocked to so many doors to get that experience, that knowledge. So when the time has come, I have served in all these three categories. If you say in music, I have was a choir master for 13 years. I have served, if it is a IT, I have done freely so much of service when I was in India for the convents, for the priests, the brother, uh, what you say, those uh, institutions, SVD brothers, yeah, institutions, and uh, for the government schools. So I have served a lot, whatever I have got the knowledge. And in the farming now, when I was here, what all the things which I got to know from these government facilities, what all the things are available, I shared freely to my neighboring people, the farmers, and I got them also enrolled in the database, and I help them to get those menu or got those facilities all. If you ask me that, if there is an opportunity comes and knocks, I will not say that, no, I will go because it's also my passion. Working for 15 years as an IT administrator means that knowledge also is very important. It doesn't, it shouldn't get vain, you know. I should, uh, I should continue in that field as well. What is your backup I'll plan not... if you go back to your job? Yes, this is the thing which I am working now. Since my sister and brother-in-law, they are here, when I started this and they came and they saw, they are very happy now. And uh, the amount of comments and the good wishes I am getting on the social media, they are seeing that and they are congratulating me. My other day, my sister herself, she, what she told is, even if you are not here next year, I'll do this. Uh, because the infrastructure is ready. Because you have done the groundwork. Only, exactly. And uh, only that uh, during the time of uh, sowing, they need to little dedicate themselves. For, uh, so which she is uh, ready to do. So there is a backup plan already. You said um, like you get up in the morning, the first thing you do is you go to your fields with your toothbrush. Uh, so what time does your day start and what time does it end? And what what is your entire day look like as a farmer? 15 years of Gulf life has made a bit 
lazy you can say i am honest so i get up after my mom dad wakes up <laughs> what would that time so, be 6:30 7 o'clock that's pretty yeah. early <laughs> okay yes that is early but <laughs> yes yes <laughs> and so what time does your day end a uh, day day ends by 9:30 pm but you're not in the farms uh, throughout so what time does your day end at the farm because you may be cultivating or sowing yeah this i have done one uh, i have done a schedule for myself because mm-hmm. i don't want my it knowledge to uh, get vanished so i have done such a schedule in the morning i work half a day like from 9:30 if you say till 12:30 1:30 after lunch i don't go to the fields and work so after lunch a, a quick nap and then i open my laptop and i keep my knowledge i read a lot i read those technologies i write some of the uh, exams which i am preparing for that some of the microsoft nowadays they have moved most of the technology into cloud architect so i am preparing for my uh, cloud architect exam so i'm reading a lot for that afternoon so you're updating yourself so that you you are prepared for any uh, yes. eventualities in life or maybe if you have to go yeah. back to your job okay Got yes it. exactly yeah you said you also have uh, expertise in uh, singing and besides yes. that do you also have any other co-curricular activities that you pursue yes this was about i was about to tell in the evening i have a keyboard here which uh, one of mine because in gulf at my home if you see there are mostly like 12 to 15 instruments i have at my home four guitars two keyboards uh, triplet flute uh, rababa so many things are there i am a huge fan of all the music instruments once i was thinking like i need to learn all of them that's good you inspired a lot of people with your enthusiasm to go from a techie to a farmer so you are an inspiration for others but there may be somebody in your life who has inspired you as well can you name that one person and why there are many people who have inspired me throughout my life so far i worked uh, as a musician as a music teacher i worked as a it administrator and now i am working as a farmer so in all the categories i have uh, role models uh, people who have inspired me i can't name one of them but if i must say for music i can say there was a one priest when i was a altar boy he was assistant parish priest in our kinigoli his name is for the peter de souza i saw him in choir one day he was playing guitar and immediately i had the ambition to learn this so i went and asked with him if i could learn this if he can teach me and he gladly agreed not only me he started music classes and uh, i was uh, one among them but there were no enough guitars to learn and that time our parish priest father stanny tauro he had one old guitar roland jumbo size guitar because he was a very good player 
maybe for one um, occasion he tuned it uh, very high high tune and uh, the neck was bent it was really hard to play on that almost like uh, uh, blood was coming if you press hard that was the condition of that guitar and we were four four boys to learn that and he taught f chord and said okay whoever is learns it fast or with dedication i'll give this guitar to him and he can practice and uh, i could play it first so that's how it started and uh, in kinigoli i was the first guitarist i played in uh, choir for many years in kinigoli and around and that's how my music journey started so he they both inspired me and after that there are many people who have inspired me in it there was a lecturer in my college in my puc so i thought okay i need to work in it i want to be a it person and in farming there are many including my uncle also he is a, a good farmer and my neighbors ronnie pinto as i told so yes there are many more people i can go on and on but one more message i would like you to give to our listeners because you are an inspiration you went from a very uh, comfortable job which you had to becoming a farmer which is not that glamorous and which has so many challenges nothing that is uh, very pretty looking you went into that even though you had so many other options you could have taken so what would you like to tell our listeners uh, my sincere advice is be happy in whatever uh, situation you are in you never know it could be worst for others so when we say whatever uh, the situation we are in means like you were doing something better earlier and now it has it is not the same but there will be something else where you can find your happiness or more than what you were doing this is what happened to me i didn't think that okay the thing is when i was doing this it for 15 years nobody interviewed me but when i did this agriculture there were already three four channels they interviewed me so there is always uh, greenery but we need to see it and we need to uh, put our full efforts and uh, since now i am a farmer what i could say is it need not be you need to have acres of land it might be your lawn or might be a small piece of land you start growing your food i must say like whatever the food you are doing the vegetables mm-hmm. those things you can do and it is very easy to do nowadays the technology the digital world has much more things uh, anybody who can learn from that youtube has lot of videos what to do how to do so you just uh, get those you start planting and when you see that every day it gives you a immense pleasure and that will boost you a lot this is my uh, advice and nowadays people are very health conscious and the people are going back to organic farming they don't want the chemicals fertilizers and when you start uh, very little from your lawn or your uh, uh, courtyard that time you can feel that change 
and that time you can really support those farmers who are doing it in a bigger scale so before we end i would like to hear a verse of your singing if you can please our audience with your singing talent are you prepared for that <laughs> this is something unexpected because of the weather and all and uh, i'm not singing that much but i can try yes this is one just, of my composition just maybe just maybe one uh, or two lines tumsko muja sapnaantli rani tumsko muja jeevitantli kaani tujhe vin sansarant nakat koni tujhe vin moji adhuri jini tumsko muja sapnaantli rani tumsko muja jeevitantli kaani tujhe vin sansarant nakat koni tujhe vin moji adhuri jini that was wilfred fernandes a techy a farmer and a singer hats off to you wilfred and thank you so much for coming on my podcast and entertaining us with your song and also giving us your may god bless thank you thank you thank you thank you nancy thank you for having you know and uh, others all the listeners i wish all the very best thank you for listening to live decoded you can follow live decoded on instagram twitter and facebook if you haven't yet go to spotify apple podcast google podcast breaker castbox overcast pocket cast and radio public to subscribe rate and review this podcast join me to get inspired by another personality every first and third wednesday of the month